Fellowship. You guys would stand with us. Let's sing together this morning. Let our praise, let our praise be your welcome. Let our songs be a sign that we are here for you. Yes, we are here for you. Let your prayer come from heaven, fill our hearts with your life cause we are here for you yes we are here for you to you our hearts to you our hearts are open nothing here is hidden you are our one desire you alone are holy only you are worthy your fire fall down let us shout be your anthem your renown fill the sky we are here for you yeah. we are here for you and let's
Amen. Well, welcome, fellowship. If you guys would, take a seat for a minute. As you can tell, things are a little bit different this morning. I'd like to say hello to people back here. How are you doing? Uh, just want to welcome you guys. My name's Luke. I'm one of the worship leaders here. And this morning is our Thanksgiving service. It's the week of Thanksgiving, and we get to come together. What's cool about this morning is we get to actually, you guys get to see them, and they get to see you. Like, we're family here, right? It's nice. A lot of times you get to see the back of people head, people's heads, and you guys get to see my bald spot, which is awesome. But, you know, Joel, I'm not going to say anything. Um, so, anyway... It's good to be together this morning. It's good to be able to come together. Psalm 100 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Thanksgiving and praise, they go hand in hand together. If you guys got uh, a flyer or what do you call these? Uh, yeah, program, thank you, program. If you guys got one of these as you guys walked in, if you would see at the bottom, it says in a few words, I am thankful for. And this is your opportunity this morning at, to make this part of your worship this morning. We just want you to be able to rest and reflect this morning on what you're thankful for, to put it into words. If you have a pen, pencil, throughout the whole service, it may take you a minute, and that's fine. But we want you guys to be able to have this, to fill it out. And later on in the service, we will have a time of sharing. We have mics set up and... We just want you to be able to share and express with each other what you're thankful for, what you're grateful for in this season of your life. So I wanna encourage you as well as we worship together, if you wanna take the time and view this as part of your worship, sit down, have a seat, take the time, meditate on what God has done, on his goodness and who he is and fill this out. Worship with thanksgiving and praise. Amen. Good morning, Fellowship. My name is Mike. Uh, I'm one of the elders here at uh, the Brentwood campus. Um, yeah, as we, as we head into this time, into this holiday season of Thanksgiving, I do want us to capture the things that we're thankful for. I know for some of you in the room, uh, I know it's at times this way for myself as well, sometimes you walk in the door and you can struggle to leave the struggles, the burdens, the things that are distracting you at the door when you come in. Some of you might be thinking about that email that you haven't responded to yet, but you know you have to, but you've been putting it off because you know it's going to be hard. Some of you are wrestling with that situation at work and your mind's not at rest because you're still there mentally. Some of you are thinking about a relationship that's, that's not healed, that's strained, and you know you need to resolve it. I just want to ask you just for this moment, can you just acknowledge the thing that you might be struggling to kind of leave at the door? Just name it in your head so that you can put it to rest for the time that you're here this morning so that you can focus on Christ and be here with him today. Lord, I pray you'd allow us to lay down our burdens You'd allow us to lay down that which is distracting us and is occupying our mind. Lord, help us to leave that at the door as there's nothing that we can do about it while we're here today. I pray, Lord, that we would focus wholly and fully on you during this time of worship and praise. Lord, help us to meet with you here this morning during the service. May your spirit minister to us. 
Lord, may your word wash over us. Father, I pray that we would enjoy a sweet time of fellowship and closeness with you right now. Lord, for some in the room, that'll come easily and naturally, and for others, it will be a struggle because of all the battles they're fighting right now in life. Lord, would you meet us here? I pray your spirit would speak to us. And Lord, I thank you in advance for this place. I thank you for Fellowship Bible. I'm grateful for our staff that serves here. I'm grateful for our volunteers that serve here. All the way from Rob and from Lloyd down to our volunteers um, that help us to minister from this place, both on Sunday and throughout the week. Lord, thank you for those that serve. And Lord, I thank you for those that are members and guests here this morning as well. Thank you for every person that is occupying a seat in a chair in this place and for those that are watching online. Lord, would you bless them for setting aside time to come and to meet with you today. In your wonderful name we pray, amen.
God, as we worship you this morning, we declare your goodness. God, we praise you for who you are, for what you've done for us. We put our rest, our hope, our joy in you, and we declare your goodness. You are worthy of our worship. God, may you have the highest praise this morning. We declare that you are the way maker. You are a miracle worker and a promise keeper. You are faithful to us. And we have seen your goodness. May you be the king of our hearts this morning. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. Because you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Yes, you are, yeah. maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are here. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you. I worship. You are here, healing every heart. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, turning lives around. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. Mending every heart, I worship you. I worship you. Yes, you are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Yes, he is. Oh, you are waymaker, miracle worker, promise. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, that is who, that is who you are, 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 oh, that is who you are, that is who you are, oh, that is who you are. 
don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop. morning church I'm John Lowe one of your elders and um, isn't it great to be together this morning and sing with one another um, we would be in error this morning as we look at this service of Thanksgiving if we didn't recognize though that there are those that are hurting among us and so during this next segment on prayer I just want to pray um, together for those who may be hurting and I want to encourage you um, you know who they are it might be somebody to your right or to your left this morning send a text during this um, Thanksgiving season, this Christmas season, uh, write a note, make a phone call, make a visit, um, reach out to the body that might be hurting. Join me in prayer. Pray with me, would you? Father, in this season of Thanksgiving, where we celebrate with gratitude things like family and faith and food, it would be very careless of us if we didn't recognize that Thanksgiving will look different this year to some of our brothers and sisters sitting to our left or to our right, to some who couldn't gather enough emotional energy to sit here among us this morning. Yes, it may look different to even us. Father, we grieve over the sadness and doubt that comes with loss, loss for some 
is the result of a broken family relationship that needs mending, but that hasn't happened again this year. Loss for others will be an empty chair at the table this year where a loved one once sat. For others, the unexpected shadow of illness has come upon us this year. For still others, the word that best identifies our sadness is miscarriage, divorce, job loss, dementia, and there are many others, too numerous to name, but you know their names, Father. God, we have nowhere else to turn but to you, to you who are near the brokenhearted, to you who rescues the crushed in spirit. And so we do turn to you this morning, kind Father. Help us to see your nearness where you seem so far away. Comfort us with your love where emotion is frozen. Wrap us in your strong embrace where we need your touch. Shelter us from the storm, O Lord, where the waves of despair are threatening. Surround us with your tender care where we are experiencing aloneness. Restore us with new hope and trust where doubt has crept into our lives. Rescue us in your kindness, Father. Day by day, we pour out our heartbreak to you. Night by night, we give you our racing thoughts, our questions, our crushed spirits, our pain. In you and, you, in you and to you alone, we come for refuge. In you, we will not be afraid. Kind Father, we declare this morning that you are the one that holds us strongly. You are the one who guides us safely. You are the one who calms our fearful hearts. You are the one who stills our anxious mind. Kind Father, we proclaim all of our lives are found in you. All of our being is given by you and back to you. All of our hope begins and ends in you. And so, kind Father, we have nowhere else to turn. Be present with us in tangible ways today with the sweet comfort of your spirit, with grateful hearts, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, welcome. Before you're seated, turn around and greet two people. Good morning, everyone. Welcome again. My name is Carl Carty. Um, you may remember me from such things as last week's announcements. I am I'm back with you again, and uh, it uh, feels really good. Two weeks in a row. Okay. <laughs> if you're new, uh, I want to welcome you. Uh, if you want to get connected at Fellowship, one of the things I'm thankful for in our Thanksgiving week, our Thanksgiving service, is our church. This is a fantastic church to be a part of. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that. I truly mean it. It means the world to my family, my wife, my kids. And so if you want to get plugged in here, right outside the, these doors is a place, a little thing called the Connect Point. That's the best place to take your first step getting involved in fellowship. So if you want to get involved in fellowship, go to the Connect Point. 
Uh, second thing you might remember last week, I talked to you about um, our Christmas concert this year. It's called Nowhere Town. Uh, you may remember that, but uh, December 14th and 15th, Fellowship is uh, presenting a concert for our community. It's called Nowhere Town. And it's a, a narrative concert where each song is part of a, of a story that just tells the, st- the Christmas story, tells the gospel from the perspective of people um, who find it hard to believe. And you might know somebody like that. You might be somebody like that. So the whole point of the concert is to just engage conversations with people who need to hear the gospel. And uh, I hope you will invite your friends. Today, I'm excited to let you know that the music of Nowhere Town is available all around the world on Spotify, Apple Music, any streaming service uh, that you use to listen to music. It's available for you to listen to. It's also a tremendous resource for you uh, to use to invite people to the concert. You might say to your friend, hey, our church made this Christmas music. I want to share it with you. Would you be willing to come with me to the concert on December 14th and 15th? Finally, before we, before we play, play a song, um, there are the invite cards, the door hangers. If you have some of those, I think you were given one maybe coming in this morning. There are also some extra ones at the exits if you leave. Take as many of those as you will uh, to invite your friends and neighbors to the concert. I think it'll be uh, a special thing. And um, the gospel is going to be shared. If anybody needs anything, we need the gospel. We need to share it. So uh, I'm excited to be joined this morning with our fabulous music director, Brother Nate Souza. <laughs> Me and Nate are going to take just a moment uh, to play a song for you this morning uh, from Nowhere Town. Uh, this is a song uh, kind of like one of the first songs we wrote about the whole, uh, whole concert. Nate didn't play with me in the first service, but I said, will you play with me? And he said, if I must. <laughs> I just needed a partner. Thanks for being up here. Life ain't easy in a nowhere town. Sun comes up, goes back down. Days pass by without a sound. Life ain't easy in a nowhere town. There's always a story with a nowhere town. Hoping glory days come back around. Long time ago, this was sacred ground. And there's always a story with a nowhere town. They say kings and priests used to walk these streets. Giants fell and prophets' words rang true. But could the days of old be the days to come? Well, it don't feel like a king would live here now in a nowhere town. I spent all my days in this nowhere town. 
My father's father's buried in this ground Not much to say for the life I've found I spent all my days in this nowhere town But they say kings and priests Used to walk these streets And giants fell and prophets' words rang true but could the days of old be the days to come? Well, I don't feel like a king would live here now in a nowhere town. Could this be the place that God would Giants fell and prophets' words rang true. But could the days of old be the days to come? Well, I don't feel like a king would live here now. No, I don't feel like a king would live here now. And don't feel like a king would live here now In a nowhere town Let's, uh, let's, pray, for, let's pray for our offering. Heavenly Father, I'm so thankful that you came for us forgettable people in forgettable places. You remembered us. You looked on us with favor. You looked on us with love. Thank you. Thank you for the advent. Thank you for your presence here with us. As we give these tithes and offerings, would you take them and make something great out of them? It's just loaves and fishes until you bless it. Send it around the world. Use it to feed your people. Let us give with cheerful hearts as we see you do something great around the world with the little bit that we have to give today. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen.
who can count the ways and who can count the ways that you've been faithful and who can comprehend your greatness one look one thought and my heart is praised in your presence Jesus all I can say is I'm grateful grateful that you love me I'm grateful grateful that you Your goodness reaches far beyond my wisdom to the wondrous cross and to my freedom. Oh, one look, one thought, and my heart is praised in your presence, Jesus. All I can say.
you guys would take a seat for a minute. We've come to that time of the service, uh, the dreaded part for some of you guys. We're going to have sharing time. We have microphones right here and microphones right here. If you remember the card that I asked you at the beginning of the service, if you fill something out, if you feel like sharing, this is what I like to refer to as a family meeting. So it's a time that we come together. We share our ups, we share our downs. And we're just going to give you the opportunity this morning. We'll take a bit and it only takes one brave soul to get the train moving. Okay? Don't make me tell jokes. I'm not as good as Carl. Started off for you. Uh, I'm thankful for a God that is a God of relationships, a God of second chances, and a God of provision. Mom and Dad, Eric, I love God. Because I love him, my dad's love Terry, and for mom, Francis, and anyone. I am thankful for having lots of family and friends. Last year, my son lost most of his language, and a year later, he now is saying almost two-word phrases, so we are super grateful for that. Um, I want to just say thank you for uh, all our blessings, but also for, um, I've had some recent opportunities for obedience, and so I'm so incredibly thankful for that, and I'm thankful for future opportunities for obedience. I'm grateful for family and a home and shelter and food and water. On December 1st, 19 or 2018, a year ago, I was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer and I shouldn't be here. I believe in the healing that Jesus offers. And after six months of chemotherapy, in the seventh month, I was declared in remission. And I have come to live with my daughter and her husband and their family. And I'm just grateful for family. I'm grateful for the healing that Jesus offers. We just need to claim it. March 29th of this year changed our lives. I was diagnosed with stage four liver cancer, and um, I'm not supposed to be here today. Uh, 29th that evening, Jesus and I talked very heavily. Uh, for one reason or another, Jesus decided that I needed to get off the gray line, 
to make a decision to let the, be on the evil one side or, or to work to be with Jesus. And I've chosen to do that. Uh, my cancer is not curable, it's treatable. Um, I finished chemo number 14 last weekend. Uh, I'm obviously grateful to be able to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, I'm looking forward to March 29th, 2020. Uh, I look at this as a bump in the road, not as, it's just another thing to deal with. Uh, but I'm grateful to, uh, to be here. And um, anybody that, uh, it's, it's a lot of work, a lot of work to pick Jesus' side. It's, it's uh, more than I ever realized, but my life is better now than it's ever been. You're going to have to lower it for me. <laughs> Always. Um, I'm going to try to do this without getting emotional. Um, November the 26th, last year, I lost my mother. And so this is the first Thanksgiving without her. So when you're talking about the empty seats, you know, at the table, um, when you lose someone that you love that dearly, that's such a part of your life, such a matriarch, it... Um, and well, it's rocked my world more than I ever thought. And someone asked me not too long ago if, you know, her death has uh, rocked my faith. And my answer was, um, no, you know, what it's done is it's made me realize the sting of death and the, and the consequence of sin and how, how desperately we need a savior. And I'm so grateful today that my mother's a believer. Um, I'm grateful for all the years that I had her and for the way that God makes family, that her DNA runs through my veins. And that she said to me when she was uh, ill and, and we realized that she wasn't going to stay here, uh, that she was, um, she was sad that my grandchildren, her great-grandchildren, were not going to know her. You know, um, we do have them, and they were little, and I said, oh, mother, they will know you because all the songs and all the stories and all the things that make us who we are in our family will be transferred. They've already been transferred from my mother to my daughter and to those babies. And um, today I'm just really, really grateful as we enter this season of Thanksgiving uh, for all the many years that I had my mother and for the impression that she made on me and that that God created us, that, um, that that cross really represents that that death, the sting of death is not our final destination, and that we have the hope of the future because of that cross, and that I know that she's where I'm going to be, um, not where, that we're here where she was. So God bless. I have to take my glasses off for this one because I know I'm going to cry. <laughs> Um, I'm thankful that the Lord has shown me how powerful he is in this season of my life. 
In mid-August, through my mother, he rescued me from a very abusive marriage. I'm 25. I never thought that I would be in this place. But I have experienced a freedom that I didn't know was ever going to be possible for me. And so I'm thankful that he has been so present in my life and that with every doubt that I've ever had, he has shown up so faithfully for me through my family, through friends, and showing me that I already have acceptance in him and that I don't need to believe that I need to be in a situation that is unsafe to feel loved and to feel cared for. And so in this season of my life, the Lord has been speaking through Ephesians 20 about immeasurably more. And I'm thankful for that, that I can see my future again and that I have the ability to hopefully one day help other women who have been in my shoes before. So, yeah, and this is the first time I've actually said that out loud. So I'm thankful. Hi. Um, I am, um, my mother fought um, back in 2018. My mom was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and we spent a year fighting for her life. She passed on March 1st of this year. Um, and then my dad, who was um, still working, healthy, active, um, two months later, he passed after a two-week stint in the hospital in Florida. Um, and I was pretty devastated. My daughter was graduating from high school, going to college. Um, and I really didn't know what was next for me um, because I had spent so much of who I was into them. Um, and trying to help them get better. Um, but what I've come to realize through the Holy Spirit, through this church, um, people in this church, that um, there's a grace in what happened. And how I think this is now an opportunity for me to probably focus on myself and what the Lord has called me to do and to, to be. So I just am really thankful that I can see the grace in that. Let's respond with our voices this morning. We're one more, one more. Come on. Hey, don't do that to me. <laughs> Sorry to jump behind you. Um, so I, I, I got to just at least give testimony for um, for God. Uh, being, I, I'm thankful that God uh, gives us dreams that come true. And I just want to testify to... Um, Oh, man. I've got so many things to be thankful for. But first of all, uh, I'm at a stage where my kids are 8, 7, and 5, and I'm getting to talk to them about Jesus. I dreamed about the opportunity where they would be old enough to be able to understand these stories and that they would be, in, be able to internalize these things and that they would be able to, to make this faith their own. And so my wife and I are walking through that journey with them right now. And so these conversations I know are literally uh, will change their eternity. And so um, being a part of that and then 
I'm so thankful that I get to be uh, in a workplace where it's not a, a, um, a Christian workplace, but there are Christians that work there. And that there are people that want to be ministers in the workplace. And so we pray for our clients. Uh, we, we, we give our time. Uh, it is a dream come true to do that. And then lastly, um, I'm incredibly thankful that uh, I had, I, you can only dream of having friends that would love you so well. And I get to sit with a lot of you guys. <laughs> um, I've got dudes that love me so well um, and love my wife so well. And so for all of you guys that are dreaming out there for something um, in the workplace or friends or for your kids, uh, I am a living testimony that dreams are coming true. So don't give up on those dreams. So I'll do a last call. How about that? Anybody? One more? Anybody? Once I start, I'm not stopping this time. Let's respond with our voices. Let's sing it. We are grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you love me. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you saved me. I cannot explain. All I can say is I am grateful, grateful that you love me. I am grateful, grateful that you love me. I'm grateful, grateful that you saved me. I cannot explain. So all I can say is I am grateful, grateful that you love me. I am grateful, grateful that you love me, Lord. Amen. You guys can take a seat. Fellowship, we're about to partake in communion in a few moments. As we've uh, gone through the last period of time recognizing and remembering the things that we're thankful for, for all of us in this room, we want to take the time to give thanks to our Maker and to His Son, Jesus Christ. And as we partake of these communion elements, I want to I wanna caution us that in the recent past, we've been taking communion very frequently at Fellowship. It's been an almost every weekend event. And sometimes there's a risk of the familiarity of the event can make us casual about it. It can diminish the reverence with which we approach what we're about to do. And I want all of us to take a moment to remember that every person in this room was on death row, right? We were guilty of the sins we had committed and that had separated us from a holy God. We did not have a way to make ourselves right before a holy God, with the exception of him sending his son, Jesus Christ. We think of the gift that we've been given. We call it grace, right? Unmerited favor. We think of grace as being a free gift to us from Jesus, but I want us to think a little bit differently about that this morning. Grace is a gift, but it's not a free gift. 
It just wasn't you that had to pay for it. It cost God the life of his son. It was a very expensive price to pay for your salvation and for mine. And so as we approach the bread and the cup this morning, I want you to remember that this was a very, very costly price that was paid for your salvation and for mine. It's a gift in that it was extended to us. It's an offer. We are to receive it. But it came at a very high price. And when we take of the bread, when we take of the cup, I want you to remember that. I was reading last night from a book. I want to uh, share a quotation that I came across because I feel like it's very relevant to what we're about to partake of. It says this, Ponder the achievement of God. He does not condone our sin, nor does he compromise his standard. He doesn't ignore our rebellion, nor does he relax his demands. Rather than dismiss our sin, he assumes our sin and incredibly sentences himself. God's holiness is honored, our sin is punished, and we are redeemed. God is still God, the wages of sin is still death, and we are made perfect in the eyes of God. Amen. Ushers, would you come forward and uh, distribute the communion elements? Uh, Luke is going to uh, sing a song over us as we receive the bread and the cup. from me your hands and feet gracious savior you died for me and I'm forgiven sweet salvation thank you Jesus, my invitation, you are the table of mercy, you are the feast of forgiveness, so let us sit down and taste that you You are good, you are good, I am broken, and I don't deserve you, I am nothing. You are King of Kings. Lord, please help me. Lord, please help me hear you. You are faithful. I hear you calling. You are the table of mercy. Forgive. 
Hey, church, as you came in this morning, you were handed a prayer on one of your worship flyers, and that prayer is meant to be prayed all over this community as we celebrate Thanksgiving together, if that's your tradition. So pray that together. I would encourage you to do that. I would like to use that same prayer to pray over this table this morning. So as you hold the elements, um, pray with me, would you? Oh God, you created heaven, the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. You alone are worthy of our deepest gratitude, our highest praise. The table at which we now gather reminds us that you are a God who provides with overflowing generosity. This is but a foretaste of that heavenly table we await. At this table, we sense we belong. Companionship, friendship, and family are the feasts that our souls most deeply long for. And therefore, the meal we enjoy is more than just a meal. In the beauty of your bounty, we are also more keenly aware that our lives are not free from the ruin and ravage of the fall. This year has held losses, disappointments, hurts, and tears. Sadness lingers in places, and rightly so, for the losses in our past and those that we see on the horizon remind us that we are made to love deeply and to grieve fully. All is not well yet, but that day is coming. By the blood of his cross, Jesus has reconciled all things to himself, and therefore our hearts can hold the joy of this meal while longing for the one that will never end. With gladness, thanksgiving, and praise, we give you thanks for this table. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church, Romans 5 says, just as through the disobedience of one man, referring to Adam, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of one man, the many will be made righteous. The bread in your hand represents the incarnate Christ who came down from heaven, saw us in our destitute state, was born in nowhere town in Bethlehem, would live a perfect life, and his body would be broken for you. Would you take the bread? And the Bible tells us that the life that we have is in the blood. And that when Jesus Christ shed his blood on Calvary's cross, he paid a debt on our behalf that we were unable to pay for ourselves. My friend, it was Jesus' blood that restores us to a holy God. We give thank you, Jesus, for the price that you chose to pay. Would you take the cup this morning? Amen. Thou hast told me to 
church. Thank you for being here this morning. And if you are in need of special prayer, uh, just come forward. There'll be people here that would love to pray with you this morning. I want to send you forth with the peace of God. 
in the love of God and with grateful hearts. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Spirit be with you. Happy Thanksgiving.